When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Fenners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Beef's Golf Club. It's Ryder Cup week and we're in Rome. It's the most epic event in golf, and we're here to keep you up to date on everything happening behind the scenes and on the golf course. I'm so excited to be here, and we'll be bringing you daily episodes over the course of this weekend. So sit back and enjoy. This is Beef's Golf Club at the Ryder Cup. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beef's Golf Club at the Ryder Cup where we've just finished the morning foursome session. I'm with producer Ryan in the radio booth, and if I'm talking a little fast, it's because I'm seriously fucking excited. (laughs) You're talking really fast. Really fast and excited, but that's good. Are you excited because we're in our radio booth or because uh, Europe just won 4-0 in the foursomes? Both, mate. Absolutely (laughs) both. I mean, it's just been the most incredible morning. It really has. I mean, I managed to get up to the first tee and have a little look at the um, the first game teeing off, and I've never, ever seen an atmosphere that incredible at a golf event in my life. I mean, if anyone hasn't been to a Ryder Cup, you've got to go and witness that first tee. I mean, it's absolutely insane. We knew it was going to be loud and we knew it was going to be pretty raucous. Was it even more than you were expecting when you snuck in? Because I couldn't get anywhere near it. It was was mental. Way more because there's so many people around that tee and you think like, it's almost so enclosed. Everything's just sort of vibrating inside that area on the tee. It, it, it's amazing, honestly. When when John Rahm and uh, Tyrrell Hatton walked out, the noise when they actually just walked from under the under the stand out onto the tee was, was incredible, honestly. Unbelievable. So, Beef, uh, I've been out on the course wandering around. You've been commentating all morning. How's it been? 
what you know what have been the highlights for you oh i mean a stat has just come up that this is the first time in an opening session europe has ever won four nil wow and that's how big that start is i mean that never happens it's caught everyone by surprise i mean to win the first session four nil no one was expecting that um it's such a great start for Luke Donald and, and the European team. I mean, it's incredible. And I wonder if that's changed much going into the four ball now with pairings or anything like that. It's it's just the most insane start. And you couldn't have started it off any better, really, with Hovland chipping in on the first green. Yes, I did see that. I was sort of halfway up the uh, the first hole to watch the tee shots. Almost got killed by Colin Morikawa, by the way. You know, when he hit that uh, tee shot right. Landed about 10 feet from my head, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, we we heard the loudest cheer when Hovland chipped in. And I guess you were watching it on the screens. It must have been unbelievable, was it? It was. You're looking at it and he's just on the fringe. And you're thinking, the first hole, the nerves coming off that first tee. You're going to putt that. And he's got the wedge out and it's a bold move. Tight, tight lie, tight grass. Yeah. And to, yeah, to chip it in, it really kind of set the tone. And everyone would have heard that. Even um, back on the first tee... Shane Lowry was celebrating when the chip went in and the yeah. whole cheer and, and everything. So that's what can happen with momentum, especially when you're at home. America trying to silence this crowd. Yeah. And Europe are trying to make it louder. And going 4-0 and watching things like that will just spur them on and really keep momentum in Europe's hand. I mean, the other real big standout is uh, John Rahm's chip on 10. Yeah. Um, they were down and out in that hole down and out they'd hit it up the left nearly hit it over right in the water hadn't even couldn't get it near to the green from uh, I don't know 120 yards yeah because the rough's that thick and then for him to sort of chip it in that really killed that game and like that's what you can do in match play absolutely that's, that's what happens you know America thinking they've got a chance here and all of a sudden they've just slammed the door and the way they played the next two holes was phenomenal. John Rahm driving the green on 11. Yeah. Once Tyrrell hit the fairway on 12, you know he's going to hit it close, John Rahm. I mean, he's, I think, again, another, another Beavs prediction over the years, I think John Rahm will be the highest point scorer for Europe. You are throwing out some massive predictions in these Ryder Cup episodes, which I'm absolutely really enjoying. I think you should keep it going. I've also never seen your face look quite as excited as this. <laughs> and just as we're sort of uh, talking about this, I don't know if you can hear at home, everyone. We're in the media centre at the moment, and there's some sort of like brass band or something have started outside, which is quite exciting. We've got, we've got the whole thing happening here, haven't we, Beef? We can see all these massive screens. We've got the whole world's media basically in front of us. Um, should we talk about each match individually? So match number one, obviously, Scheffler and Burns uh, versus Rahm and Hatton. That result was uh, a Europe win, obviously, four and three. Um, how was it watching those guys and what was what sort of stood out? You just said, obviously, Rahm's chip-in was amazing. How well did those guys play? As we've said before, foursomes is the hardest format of this week. And when you look at the scores, I think there were five or six under in foursomes. I mean, that is a phenomenal effort. That is phenomenal. Um, even if you look at Scottish Sheffield and Sam Burns, they haven't actually played that bad. You know, they're still under par and they've lost four and three. That just shows how well they've both played and they've come out. And that was exactly what Luke Donald would have wanted with that pairing with John Rahm is go out and get that first point. And they've played just unbelievably well. No, I don't think any group would have would have come close to beating them today. Unbelievable. You, you said they'd work well as a pair, didn't you, as well, yesterday? I think, yeah, the way John, John 
Ram will lead. I think Tyrrell will, will follow that, if yeah. that makes sense. And he's he's there sort of keeping that momentum together. They're both fiery characters, but if you're fiery going in the right direction, I, I think it's lethal. I really do. It becomes an absolute weapon, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, obviously, match number two also finished uh, with a Europe win, four and three. That was uh, Max Homer, Brian Harmon against uh, Hofberg, Victor Hovland and Ludwig Aberg. Um, I mean, we've already said about Hovland chipping in. How did those guys play? And also, that was obviously Aberg's. We talked about the pressure yesterday, didn't we? His first uh, proper appearance. How how did you rate those guys? Oh, man, to handle that. I mean, the way Victor come out, he come out swinging, basically. He come out swinging. <laughs> and they won the first two holes. And fair play to... To um, fair play to Max Home and Brian Harmon, they won the next two holes, got it straight back to all square. Yeah, um, and then it becomes a real dicey moment because you think they've got the momentum. America have stopped that, and then Europe go and win the next two holes. Yeah, and you you never really see six holes played and no no halved holes. Yeah, um, and once I think they went back to two up they've sort of got the shift in momentum again and they've they've obviously kept that and played well um, looking at that and just played really steady from there on in and didn't really give them a chance to get back into the game and that's again what you, what you need to do all these players all 24 players such class players if you give anyone a chance of getting back into these games when you get two up three up in a game you've got to just keep the door shut yeah and watching Aberg how did you think he handled it? But, oh, mate, amazing. I mean, he turned pro in June, July. Yeah. Um, hasn't even played any majors. You get thrown into Hell's Kitchen like this. <laughs> it's, you get thrown into the most... This is the most difficult pressurised situation you ever play as a golfer. Yeah. So to get thrown into that with, the, with little or no experience he has and perform is just phenomenal. You can tell it's nearly lunchtime and uh, you're obviously hungry because you brought Kitchen into the mix. So uh, <laughs> let's have a quick break and then uh, and then we'll talk about the other two matches. So match number three, Beef. Uh, Fowler and Morikawa versus Lowry and Stracker. Uh, another Europe win, obviously. Uh, two and one in that game. How did you? What did you make of that match? It's interesting. A few people here, when the pairings come out, they weren't quite sure about that pairing. Didn't understand that pairing too much. A lot of people said maybe Shane shouldn't have been playing this Ryder Cup, but you watch how he's been and how he relishes it. He was so good in the last one, getting the crowd going, celebrating, cheering them up. How How could he not be involved when you see it? I thought they worked really well. Kept the ball, kept the ball in play fairly well hold a lot of good parts and just sort of just kept just kept on top of America. They got on top, won a few holes in a row during the middle and just stayed there. And again, like I said, did exactly what they need to do. It's just don't open that door. Once you get two, three up, you, you've got to keep, keep it shut. And this golf course is so important in foursomes to hit fairways. Yeah. We've, we've seen that in the morning. The rough is so thick and so many times teams once you go into the rough they're not even making the green into the second shot and it becomes so difficult and I just think they they play really steady and um, finished finished the game really well on 17 once you lose 16 
anything can happen over the last three holes and they handled that really well made a really solid par and and got the win got off the golf course he's so infectious with his energy isn't he as well Shane Lowry like I saw him at the end celebrating the um the the McElroy and Fleetwood win you know and also even when he's just like he's enthusiastic he was like go 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 and like everything do you know what I mean he's so sort of just you really want to you really want him to do well don't you and that's I guess the character he sort of brings to it and you want someone like that in your team as yeah. well you know that energy that supporting everyone getting everyone hyped up he, he's going to be knackered on Sunday <laughs> after it finishes but yeah that the energy is phenomenal from him and the crowd bounces off it the whole team will bounce off it you need players like that in your team Absolutely. And speaking of players you need in your team, uh, obviously it's not bad when you've got a Roy McIlroy and a Tommy Fleetwood who uh, played uh, Xander Schauffele and uh, Patrick Cantlay. That one was probably the closest game, would we say? It's a very... It, this was a really interesting game. Cantlay and Schauffele were... I think they're pretty much unbeaten. Yeah. In President's Cup, Ryder Cup format in, in foursomes. So going up against... Rory and, and Tommy, you've got the, the flair of Europe. I, I call these two guys the unflappables yeah. earlier today. <laughs> it's not quite as good as Fleetwood Mac. But, no, uh, no the they're the unflappables. They just don't seem to get bothered by anything. Both really, really steady golfers. Like solid. Won't give anything away. You wouldn't want to play poker against them. It's that type of, yeah. of player. And um, you can see how that game was going. A few holes sort of really turned in that game. On eight... Um, Europe were in trouble, missed the fairway, laid it up in the rough. Um, Cantley was middle of the fairway, hitting a second shot, hit it into the water, completely changed that hole. Yeah. Europe won that hole. And you think, just when they're going to get on the front foot, America won the next hole out of turn from a poor tee shot from Rory. And it kept sort of chopping and changing all the way through. But what a shot Rory hit on 17. Yeah. Um, what a shot I mean the pressure situation there after America have hit a good shot in already to about 15 foot yeah and then to go and hit it to 2-3 foot and kill the game off is, is, is that's what Rory is all about that's what he brings right I mean he brings loads of stuff but that's uh, yeah it was an amazing shot I mean there was also a great moment as well wasn't there where uh, Fleet would hold a putt on the 15th and then Shoffley missed his which sent Europe 2 up huge huge putt yeah Huge. And that's the amazing thing about Ryder Cup and match play. You're never really out of the hole. You can never really be out of the hole. It doesn't matter if you're 100 yards away, you can hold that shot yeah. and change the game in a blink of an eye. And that's why the emotion, the drama is so high at Ryder Cups because a game can just turn on its head within one hole. It's amazing. It really is. I mean, obviously, you know, the four balls are going to get underway really soon. What if you're Zach Johnson, what are you saying to an American team when they've just come in 4-0 down? They'll, they'll all know that they've got to bounce back pretty quick. It's such a short format over three days. They yeah. know that this, this next session is so important and they've got to bounce back. And you think, worst case, worst case here, they'll take 2-2 two -two draw yeah. in the afternoon. That's the worst. They don't want to be going any further behind. If they can win, win this session 3-1, at least, then they're back in. They're back into the game, but they—I don't think they can afford to go further behind. Absolutely. And on the flip side, if you're Luke Donald, what are you saying? Oh, get out there, get the crowd going again. Yeah, get on top early, and like like we say, we're with keeping them, keeping America quiet, keeping them, keeping that door shut. Is to get on top again. 
get on top of America and stay there and keep doing what you're doing. Um, four balls a completely different, different format though, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting session this one. Well, speaking of which, the uh, the pairings have been uh, put on the board and it's not far until tee-off time. But just to run through them, the first match is Victor Hovland and Tyrrell Hatton uh, versus Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. We're going to see those guys coming out. How are we feeling about that? Blockbuster game. Blockbuster. If I'm Victor Tyrrell, like I've said all week, now just Justin Thomas comes into the frame, got to beat them guys. We've got to keep him quiet. If they keep him quiet, it's really going to help their chances to win this from what I've seen of the crowds while I've been wandering around this morning as well Justin Thomas is going to get some stick around the course isn't he which will be quite fun to watch uh, match number two is John Rahm and we're going to see Nikolai Hoygaard uh, against Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka. I really like that you know having having a rookie next to John Rahm um, we all know what John Rahm does in the Ryder Cup I mean he's an absolute beast absolute machine he absolutely relishes this environment and I think he'll drag he'll drag Hoygaard with him yeah and I think that that does make sense now Hoygaard he hits it a long long way yeah really good ball striker and again if he gets going he's gonna he, he could make a lot of birdies on this golf course Sheffer and Kepka as well though what a pairing that is it's an absolute tough tough pair in that yeah I mean one of the arguably the best ball striker in the world at the moment along with probably the strong between him and John Rahm this is like the two strongest mentalities yeah. against each other where someone like they both won't back down that is two heavyweights who are going to stand and have a fight you know when they say you can have a fight in a phone box yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's that it's that they are going to go head to head and I think you're going to see some absolute drama some chipping some long part I think it's going to be a absolutely amazing battle between them two amazing I'd love to see those guys fight in the phone box uh, Robert McIntyre Bob McIntyre Justin Rose uh, against Max Homer and Wyndham Clark that's an intriguing one isn't it yeah it'd be interesting to see how Max Homer reacts from um, the morning I think he actually played quite well he played well in the morning um, it's good to get the guys out as I've said before I think Bob's really aggressive player good in four ball Justin Rose got the experience you can see why they're paired together I think Max played quite well in the morning uh, session and and that again another interesting game absolutely and then to finish off a blockbuster uh, set of matches is going to be Roy McIlroy and Matt Fitzpatrick against Colin Morikawa and Xander Schauffele I mean it's another good game isn't it Beef? this is going to be a great afternoon oh it's absolutely fantastic I mean what what an amazing experience and I can't just wait I can't wait to get back out on the golf course and, and watch this brilliant Right, mate, the football is about to tee off, so let's get back out there. Remember, everyone, tell your friends to get involved and follow Beefs Golf Club for all your Ryder Cup updates. It's an unbelievable start for Team Europe. So, members, join us again later where we'll be doing a full review. Have a good one. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. <laughs>